Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another short little David Vance podcast, podcast even. Uh, and uh, I wanted to talk a little bit to you, kind of some of the economic news that we've seen coming out in the other uh, the other day, yesterday. Um, and uh, it kind of makes me laugh. So we saw that uh, official revised data showed that UK's GDP actually fell between July and September putting the country on the brink of what's called a technical recession. And the economy was flat between April and June. So basically, between April of this year and September of this, and the end of September, uh, our economy was either flat or slightly stagnant. And if the next quarter, which is quarter four, the one we're still in, uh, so the information will come out in presumably January, February, uh, that will then let us know if we are two consecutive quarters of GDP decline, that's an official recession. That's an official recession. So you might think, well, that's that's not great news for Mr. Sunak, is it? But don't worry about it. You can rely on the media to lie their way out of anything. Here's a headline in the press today. Falling inflation and rising sales fuel hopes, fuel hopes, For a brighter 2024, as experts reveal, the UK will avoid a recession, despite grim figures showing this economy shrunk by 0.1% this summer. I mean, first of all, who believes these official figures? Do you? The ONS? Do you actually believe what the ONS puts out? I don't. Totally don't believe it at all. I think it's all political. But the fact of the matter is that for most of 2024, this country has been in... uh, you know, in, 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 in stagnant at best. And uh, I don't see why that should particularly uh, change in the next, um, you know, in the, in the, well, in the next month or so. Obviously, you get a surge of activity around Christmas. Yes, I get that. But then you get January. I mean, the fact of the matter is that it was this government whose reckless actions in 2020 plunged the UK into economic chaos and turmoil due to how it responded to the fake scout, to the fake COVID um, epidemic, so to speak. And uh, that's and, and who was the chancellor who was merrily um, splashing the cash for all it was worth, which led to the inflation with which we are still fighting? That's right. It was Rishi Sunak. Rishi Sunak deserves zero plaudits because inflation rate has come down. He was the one, as part of the government, who put it up. I mean, we can't, you know, that, that's like thanking, uh, you know, uh, a wife beater for stopping beating his wife. It shouldn't have started in the first place. And it's the same with Sunak and our economy. He shouldn't have done it in the first place. Johnson shouldn't have done it in the first place. But, <clears throat> but anyway, we're now entering an election year in 2024. The UK economy has been stagnant. I see little reason to any... To, to believe there's going to be any <clears throat> miraculous increase. But what they'll probably do is the ONS will, if if let's say GDP grows in quarter four, quarter one by 0.1 of 1%, they're going to hail this as if it's been the greatest victory since Trafalgar. You know, they really will. They'll hype it up. The government will hype it up. And I think most people, not everyone, but most people will see right through it. I mean, it's obvious what's coming the way of the Conservative Party. It's so obvious. I think most of us can see it, except them. And maybe they can see it, and they don't either want to believe it or 
they just play a lip service to the fact that they go through the motions for another eight to nine months in the expectation that they're likely going to be beaten. But who knows, something might come along. I think that's kind of where the, the conservative mindset is. Meanwhile, the Labour mindset is, well, we've got to hope that the economy will continue to flounder uh, as it has been. And we just keep our noses clean. We don't say too much because we don't want to be held. And they won't be held to account by the media, by the way. And uh, we get into government and then that's it. The mask drops and everyone's going to get a real hard dose of labor. But you know that, don't you? You know that's what's coming. I'll talk about if all the small parties can unite and come together. Yeah, it'd be great. Will they win a seat between them? No, they won't. No, no, the system is corrupted and irrevocably broken. The only way we would get proper electoral representation in some ways here would be through a system of PR. We don't have it, friends. It's not there. It's not there for Westminster elections. So therefore, it's the duopoly. It's the uni party. And yes, you can go and vote for other parties. That's fine. But will that change who's going to be holding the lever of power for the next five years? No, it won't. It absolutely won't. So just be careful that you don't give yourself too much false hope. I don't want to be a merchant of doom, though. And of course, you never know what can happen or what might happen. Um, uh, but I do know that it was Bill Clinton who famously observed it's the economy, stupid when it comes to winning elections. And when we look at the state of the British economy, and even if you leave everything else to one side, on that basis, and on that basis alone, this government has no chance. It's raised taxes, it's crushed jobs, it's gonna go through the, uh, you know, the electoral grinder, and deservedly so, in my opinion.